0: You are listening to the Thriving Empire Podcast with Stephanie Holland, Episode 2. Welcome to the Thriving Empire Podcast, where it's all about minimizing the pain, drama, and burnout of starting up so you can launch your ideas with more passion, purpose, and vision. I'm your host, strategist, traveler, and coconut macaroon addict, Stephanie Holland. So let's get started. Well, hello there. Welcome to Episode 2. How are you doing? Como andas? Como vas? I'm obsessed with improving my Spanish right now. I actually spend six months a year in Oaxaca, Mexico, and knowing and learning more colloquialisms just plugs me right into the heartbeat of the community. And even if my accent gives me away a lot of the time, it creates so many smiles and chuckles and an instant connection with my community here. Now that said, I also spend time in Cadiz in Spain and I have a burning desire to live in Buenos Aires at some stage too. So I'm learning all sorts of Spanish from different cultures. So this morning I learned the coolest phrase for what basically means finger licking good um, in Spain, which I don't even think we say that in English anymore in England. But in Spain, when something is so good, you have to lick the bowl like cake batter or something like that. You basically say, está para chuparse los dedos está para chuparse los dedos. I love this phrase. So anyway, that's what I do in the mornings. I get up at 6 a.m. I do some breathwork and a workout. I've been doing Amanda Bisque's 20-minute workouts rather since 2015, and they have changed my life. I have to put that link in the show notes. Um, And then between 7 and 8, I hit the beach with my Spanish podcast. So, learning Spanish right now is my main personal goal, and I've actually created about two to three hours a day to dedicate to it, which I confess also includes an hour of watching an episode of Velvet on Netflix. It is so good. It's like a Spanish version of Mr. Selfridge, and it's set in 1950s Madrid, and seriously, so good. Okay, but I'm digressing. But launching and producing this podcast as well every week is my brand new professional goal. So I've also created and dedicated an hour to writing and recording and publishing each episode, which I'll probably batch every three weeks or so. I'll see how that schedule works for me. And these two goals and the way I've created time for them in my schedule and in my life is a very simple example of how I show up as CEO for my life and work. So basically what I do is I define the results I want to create. So in this case, I want to become fluent in Spanish and I want to reach a wider audience with my offering. And so then I define the efforts that will create those results. So I do daily Spanish study and I launch a podcast. And what I need to do to create those things or to do those things is carve out some time in my calendar. And then I have to fiercely protect that time slot. And I have to show up for that time slot because I've made it non-negotiable. And weekly, I then assess my progress against my actual results that I'm getting and the desired results that I'm looking for, which is really easy to do all of this because I really want those results. I really want to become fluent in Spanish and I really want to reach a wider audience with my offering. So you would do exactly the same thing for getting fit or getting healthier or launching an online course or freelancing or writing a book, whatever you want to create produce, make, or do. So being the CEO in your life and work is simply about taking charge of the results you want to create and designing a plan of action or behaviors that will create those results. And of course, regularly checking in to see if your weekly results align with those bigger picture goals to see if you're on track for achieving them. And when you can do that effectively and efficiently and consistently, that's when you start to have the time of your life personally and professionally. So that's what this episode is about. It's about becoming CEO and having the time of your life because that's what being in charge of your own life is about. It's about having a good time. Now, another little direct digression. Notice here that I only have one personal goal and one professional goal that I'm focusing on right now. Now, my my friends and my clients consistently ask me how I'm so productive because I wrote both my books in 4 weeks flat. And you know, a more recent example from this year, I remodeled, rebranded, and rebuilt my website in 8 half days across the month of September. And I really believe it's because I focus one thing Sorry, it's (laughs) getting all tongue-tied here. I believe it's because I focus on one thing at a time, right? So sometimes when we're not productive, it's because we're trying to do too much, and that's why we're getting really flustered. So I tell my clients, you can do all of it. You can make all your ideas happen. You just have to focus on one at a time. So we're going to talk about that, that idea of extreme focus, in the next episode, episode three. But in the meantime, here's my question for you. What are your goals right now, and how are you making time for them? Now, I know this is hard for so many of you. I know that you feel excited and ready for the next steps. I know that when you sit down to work, though, that you can feel overwhelmed by so much to do. And that's when you feel challenged by time. And so then you struggle with execution, consistency, and organization. Because that fear of not having enough time or running out of time turns time itself into the enemy. And then it sucks you into. To that time vortex where nothing gets done ironically or things get started and not completed. So I understand completely that the thought of adding another task, another project, another business or practice to an already bursting calendar challenges us for two reasons, because we just don't have any space in our lives, in our, in our weekly schedule. And also, and probably more importantly, our minds are literally hijacked by thoughts And emotions. So we spend time thinking and feeling certain things instead of being the person we need to be to create those results. For example, motivated, inspired, empowered, positive, excited, and energized. And also doing the things that we need to do to create those results, i.e., doing the work. But even more so, time plays the role of um, constraint in our culture, doesn't it? It has complete control over us because we've given it so much power. You know, we work the proverbial nine to five, Monday to Friday, and we have weekends off. We set our alarm so we can wake up on time. We work to deadlines and have to deliver on time. We make plans with friends so we can arrive on time. We schedule ourselves days, weeks, Months ahead. I have a friend whose calendar is literally full for the next year, and then yet also, which is you know true for the same friend, we leave things to the last minute where we feel the stress of running out of time. Consistently, it's like that movie with Justin Timberlake called In Time, where they're constantly uh, running against the clock. So him and Amanda Seyfried's characters are running around all the time before they literally run out of time, which is their fuel for life. So when they run out of time. They die. And literally the same thing is happening to us. We're running around all the time, we're running out running out running out of fuel, and then we end up feeling exhausted. So this creates, of course, a lot of physical, mental, and um emotional stress and anxiety, uh, you know our chest literally feels tight and our hearts beat faster when we're running late. you know we rush through time, we rush through our lives, which is a real shame from the moment we wake up until the moment our head hits our pillow um, and at that point when our head hits the pillow, our mind continues to churn over a never-ending to-do list before eventually nodding off if we're lucky. We never seem to have enough time. We're always chasing it. And we've stopped questioning and challenging the idea that there are only 24 hours in the day because it's come to rule us. It has become the enemy. And really, actually, it's not really time's fault. We've actually trained ourselves to be slaves of time. But it can be, this is the good news, it can be our greatest asset if we shift our perspective. And that's what I want to help you with today so that you can become CEO Of your life and your work, and start having the time of your life while you launch your ideas. So, here's my invitation to you I invite you to become aware of your relationship with time. I invite you to pay attention to what's hijacking your headspace. I invite you to uncover what you really mean when you say you have no time. And I invite you to decide exactly how much time you want to invest in each and every area of your life. So let's look at these areas in a bit more detail. So the first step is becoming aware of your relationship with time. So what do I mean by that? Well, what are your thoughts about time? Do you consistently think time flows beautifully? Everything always happens at the right time. Timing is always perfect for me. There's always plenty of time for everything I need to do and want to do. Or do you think, Everything always takes three times as long as it should take. I never have enough time to do what I want to do, and my time is limited because these latter three thoughts are exhausting in and of themselves. Just saying everything always takes three times as long as it should, that's such an exhausting thought, right? I mean, talk about energy draining. No wonder you don't have time if this is your relationship with time. I mean, this is an exhausting relationship to have. A time-rich mindset, on the other hand, can change everything. It offers much less resistance and a lot more momentum because then you're able to relax and just get on with it. And just getting on with it is a very effective strategy for everything that you want to create. Now, that second step is about uh, looking at what's hijacking your headspace. So if you were to brainstorm all of your worries, concerns, challenges, and to-dos right now, you'd get a pretty good idea of what's hijacking your headspace. And if you were then to take this one step further, you could actually um, create actions um, and solutions for them and deadlines to get those actions done to kick them out of your headspace forever because you'd actually have handled them. You would have got them done and you can kick them out of your headspace to free free up your headspace for what ma- what matters most to you now. So you remember the fairy tale of the, the princess and the pea? She layered mattress over mattress, but the pea was still there, niggling away at her. So basically showing up as CEO, it's handling the pea. It's hi- handling whatever is hijacking your headspace. So in the worksheet that goes with this episode, I take you through all 22 areas of life so that you can make sure that you can clean the slate and shake off the shackles and get the ball rolling in the direction of your goal. So the third step is uncovering the real meaning when you say, I don't have time. Now, is this something you don't want to do ever? Is it just not a priority right now? Or are you saying something else? I think it's really important to get to know yourself better and be able to decode your own phrases. You know, are you making excuses to yourself or just to other people or both? And are you aware that it's just an excuse or is just, has this phrase just become your default modus operandi with no thought behind it at all? And if so, I wonder what would happen if you brought more consciousness to your reasons why not, to your reason why you don't have time right now to do this specific thing. I'm going to leave that with you to mull over, but just make a note that the next time you say, I don't have time, ask yourself, what do I really mean right now? And the fourth step, fourth step is to decide how much time you want to invest in each area of your life right now, all 22 areas, and especially in your goals, you know, the book you want to write, the app you want to create, the online community you want to launch, um, the launch of whatever products and services you have in in your mind, your podcast, your online course, your blog, your online magazine, your professional training course, your online business training, your mindset coaching, whatever it is that your goal is, how much time do you want to invest in that? That right now. So what I'm doing in this episode is I'm inviting you to construct a new reality for yourself by changing the way you think about and the ways in which you invest your time. I want you to trade the idea or the thought that I don't have time for I have plenty of time and then get really clear on what you want to spend that time on. I think you need to be spending that time on being the person you need to be to get the results that you want and doing the things you need to do to get those results that you want. And that, my friend, or then my friend, I should say, is when you begin to show up as CEO and start having the time of your life. So cue that song from Dirty Dancing by Bill Medley. You're going to have to listen to it. I'm going to put the link uh, to Spotify in the show notes. I so wish I could play that for you right now. I've been listening to it back by back since I named the episode. So you can access the worksheet and the transcript and show notes that goes with this episode at stephanieholland.co slash two, and you can begin to transform your relationship with time and learn how to leverage it in less than 30 minutes from now. You know, that's not a great investment of your time today. I don't know what is. And one step further, if like me, you're a super nerd and you love experimenting and learning and integrating new ideas into your life and work to maximize your results. And you are going to love the Freedom Philosophy Study Pack, which I created for this season of the podcast. You're going to get a digital copy of the book for all e-readers. You'll get a mega comprehensive workbook with a worksheet for each episode of this podcast series. You'll get the audio book, a breathwork video series, and a meditation video, video series, and tons of other bonus content, resources, and templates that I do not offer anywhere else. So just come over to this episode's page Page at stephanieholland.co slash two. You can type the word or the number two, either will do, and use Uh, the code podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to get 50% off the study pack right now. So thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye. Oh, and by the way, did you like this episode or did you even love this episode? I would be so excited if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. And of course, if you have any questions or comments that you'd like tackled on the show, um, you just visit me at stephanieholland.co slash two and send me a message there. See you next time. Bye.